0: In the darkest depths of the Twist My Arm Network, there were three nerdy dudes. But they were no ordinary dudes. These dudes were Marvel fanboy dudes. They bleed Marvel. If there was ever a time for these three nerdy dudes to come out of the shadows and spew all their Marvel chunks, it was the year 2021. We are the Marvel Canon Madness Podcast. My name is Josh, and I am the host and creator of the Twist My Arm Network, and join with me today, to my right, his name is Chip, and we are here to talk all about Marvel. We also have our brand new host, he's on the bottom here, his name is Roy. Like I said, we're here to talk all about Marvel, you can find us on Instagram, at Marvel Canon Madness And listen to us anywhere you hear podcasts Just search Marvel Canon Madness Yeah, you heard that right We have changed the name of this show From Marvel Cinematic Mondays To Marvel Canon Madness Everything is getting updated And in the works So it will all be ready for your listening enjoyment Um, You can get all the news From the network and everything else By going to www.twistmyartypodcast.com Mr. Chip, how are you doing today, sir?
1: I am fantastic. Get that frog out of my throat. (laughs) I am fantastic.
0: Gross. (laughs) Well, it's good to have you back. Um, I'm excited to review the season finale of Fat W's. But before we get to that point. It's all garbage. Well, according to our next host, it was all garbage. Um, So send your booze. To Mr. Roy, also known as the Intrepid DM.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm Roy. Great to see you all. How's it like, going, man? Be uh, back as always.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's great. It's great to be doing this again. Mondays are, are are one of my favorite days of the week. Mondays and Fridays, where yeah. we go live for a sudden but inevitable rewatch. Um, although that show is just about at its end um we just did the season finale and we're taking a week off and we're gonna do the movie next week and then that's gonna be it Ooh, that's that's sad that's really sad but we did just reveal that we're gonna move on to the sudden but inevitable rebop where we talk about cowboy bebop so that will come at you in june and i'm excited to to get that going for sure but here we are. I know Maggie'll enjoy that. She uh
1: she's a yeah. big cowboy Bebop fan. So maybe okay. we'll watch along with you guys.
0: There you go, man. I know there's we have some
2: episodes I've missed, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I haven't watched the entire thing. It's been since it was on like Toonami that it was that I watched it. Like and uh
0: <laughs> it's gonna be a bit of a shake up too because for firefly kylie and i haven't seen firefly but ricky and jesse have the other two members of sudden but inevitable whereas with sudden or with cowboy bebop uh kylie has seen it and ricky has not so it's going to be ricky and i as first-time viewers and kylie and jesse as co-host and host so it's going to be a twist it's going to be fun we have some really fun ideas for that show too um some some watch parties in the works um I think watch parties all around for the TMA network are kind of in the works because I kind of I found a way to do it and I'm really excited to to actually get it going. But anyway, fun. yeah, for sure. Um, Anyway, we, we're, we're the Marvel Can Madness podcast and we're going to talk all about Marvel. Although this week we're just talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode six. Um What was it? One World is what it's called. And, um, normally we'll go, you know, on a normal Marvel canon madness podcast, we would go and talk about the news and talk about what we've been reading and, you know, some other stuff. But for these off episodes, these, these different ones, these, these ones, we talk strictly about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, where next month. And then when Loki comes out, it'll be the same kind of thing. One week we'll we'll talk about Loki, but it'll be more of other things in Marvel. And then that second week is just all Loki. So it'll. I'm excited for that to get going too. Um, but I was yeah, I was we'll some low key Loki conversations. Oh, that's a fun way to say it, low key Loki. That's that's good. Um, I I I mean, let's just get right into this one. Um. Before I, I read a synopsis or anything like that, I do want to say um, that, there, well, and actually I have two things that we have to go through now that I think about it before we get to this. So first things first, <laughs> corrections from last week. This isn't so much as of a correction as it is we need to finish what we started. We forgot to rate the episode last week, guys.
2: <laughs> it was just too heated it was too heated we weren't in was, the right mind at this final episode so
0: it, it was quite the heated podcast for sure um but i figured we could just quickly go through our ratings for episode five of falcon of the winter soldier um and let's start with chip what what was your final rating on episode five
1: i give it a big fat gooey nine
0: roy what about you episode.
2: You're talking about last episode, right, Chip? Because yeah, last episode. I, I last was totally episode lower than that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was too.
2: I w- I was honestly going to give it like a nine because I thought it had the emotionality in it the entire way through. It wasn't just some training it was, montage. That,
0: <laughs> yeah, last episode was the montage episode.
1: <laughs> oh, <Remember? laughs> oh, my mistake! My mistake! My mistake! <laughs> I forgot. Okay, so. Let See, me, it was so bad you that. that was the episode where they played catch with the shield <laughs> yeah. i almost forgot okay yeah, so yeah, i'm gonna yeah. give that one a big fat five that was like a, <laughs> that was bottom of the barrel for me that was the worst episode of marvel that we've had on disney plus wow Andy bold series so far bold statement one. they played catch with the shield like
0: well before we get into fact. any fights before well, we get into is. any fights, we'll just we'll just stop well wrapped it. Wrapped up and ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Poor Roy over there. I don't think. <laughs> um,
2: I couldn't slap my way out of a wet paper bag right now. <laughs> <laughs> I do have another yeah. correction though. Before we get past corrections, let's
0: let's, let's finish the rating real quick. Roy, okay. what was your rating? It was a nine, right? A nine. Okay, and I was a seven, so I was right in between you guys. Um, I, you know, again, it, it wasn't my favorite episode of the series um upon further review i did appreciate a little bit more of it and the season finale also made me appreciate a little bit more of that episode so mm-hmm. in a way i'm kind of glad that i waited till this week to rate it but we still messed that up so i figured we'd we'd rate it but on to the next correction chip what is what, what you got
1: so so last week we had um Like last episode that we uh, reviewed, we had the big reveal of who uh, Val was, and um, so we kind of kind of briefly went over her comic history, where she was like a Shield agent and then she was a Hydra agent. Um, I did a little bit more, like a little bit more reading about the character, and uh, I'm actually pretty excited for her to show up. She. She's got a pretty big presence in the comics. She's actually a much cooler character than I initially gave her credit for. So my correction is I'm actually pretty stoked to see what they do with <laughs> Madame Hydra. So
0: okay. I just okay. wanted to
1: make sure I like made that correction because I read into her more after last episode. And I was like, man, I got to say something. She's way cooler. Her first appearance, she beats the crap out of Nick Fury. Like just yeah, hand to hand, just beats the crap out of him.
0: Huh. That's cool. Yeah, and I was reading some stuff about her, too, how she's just like she double-crosses every single person she's in contact with.
2: All the time. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so you can was, never trust that woman.
2: She was yep. also so a major love interest of uh, Nick Fury for a while, too. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure. Which which could put a fun spin on things, because the, I at this point, I'm sure they're broken up. Like, maybe there's <laughs> yeah. a past relationship with them, and it'd be hilarious to see Samuel Jackson and julia dreyfus have like a ex-lover quarrel you know Woman,
2: are you out of your goddamn mind i mean <laughs> yeah. um nick fury blipped right
1: yes yeah he blipped and she potentially didn't i mean i oh. wouldn't expect you to still be in a relationship after five years of being dusted
2: but i mean i don't know hmm
0: that's man a- that's heartbreaking
2: that- <laughs> That's even if the relationship wasn't earlier in his career as a shield agent either so right
0: and that's that's kind of what i was thinking is that it was like when they're young bucks you know but yeah I, i i am the more you read about her the more exciting it is that she's here um she has a lot of implications for other superhero teams and stuff like that um but was that it for corrections roy did you have any corrections aside from your hands that got corrected over the weekend.
2: That's that is true. I had surgery over the weekend for both hands, but no, not to, not that I can and think of. Just, with just that. To, so I think that episode before... was pretty perfect as a whole. So I, you know, other than maybe you guys need to correct your judgments of it. Yeah, oh,
0: <laughs> bam. Um, And you know, to further that, I'm so glad that the surgery went well and that you're okay. And that, yep. Everything was good. Um, it seems like you were telling me a little bit before we started that your hands, you were getting movement back to your hands. So, yep. That's good. I
2: can now fully flex my fingers and everything I have. I mean, you look them. badass. You, so you you, can do your hands number. look badass. You're good. <laughs> and then I hurt myself. Golden. <laughs> yeah.
0: Golden, golden. Okay. No more corrections, though? No. Good on that. Okay. So, let's get into this, then. Let's get into... Fat W's Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode six, One World. Spoiler alert for anyone that has not seen this episode or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. um, We're going to spoil the shit out of all of it. So just keep that in mind. If you haven't seen it yet, please turn this off, go watch it, and then listen to the episode when it comes out on Wednesday. Um, I don't wanna I don't wanna ruin anything for you. I hate spoiling things for myself, let alone spoiling it for other people. I love predictions and I love theories and that sort of stuff, but I I I hate spoiling, so please don't don't make me be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna get into it. So, this episode, episode six, called One World, in reference to the chant that the flag smashers have one world, one people, which was interesting. Um in this episode we'll we'll talk about it a little later but that was uh it was an interesting interaction with that that phrase so I'm gonna read a quick synopsis of the episode and then we're just gonna bounce around um what what we like to do on these is just kind of go through go through the synopsis um and then just kind of go so again spoilers there'll probably be spoilers right off the bat so if you haven't seen it go watch it then come back all right, so everything culminates in the finale episode of Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. In episode six, the global rep- representative How do you say that? How do you say that? Am I seriously that uh, illiterate? The spell- GRC the GRC convenes to vote on the controversial Patch Act, forcing Carly Morgenthau and the Flag Smashers to enact their boldest move yet. Meanwhile, Sam Wilson swoops in on the scene to neutralize the situation with Bucky Barnes. So as we know from the last episode, they took over um, the GRC building, and now we're, we're right after that. It's directly after they've taken everybody hostage. Um, Roy, what were your thoughts on this opening scene? Also, hello, Sir Crash. I'm guessing that's our buddy from Fremont. Thanks for joining us. Good to have you yeah. in here.
1: Hey, Web. Hey, Crash. What up? Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and... To SK Freak and, and Ozerbot, go away. <laughs> Thanks for the viewer but, numbers. Yeah, <laughs> but really, what, what did you what, what did you think about this opening scene of this episode?
2: So, to me, it, and I'm going to tell you, this episode for me had a lot of issues, and I believe it came down to the whole COVID nineteen. Uh, shutdown of production and them having to work around everything that it i think it actually hurt this um episode quite a bit and one of the things was we knew that last we saw um sam was in louisiana when he got the suitcase and suddenly the the flag smashers are attacking the uh you know that I can't think of what it is. GRC, GRC building, yeah, yeah, the GRC, and you global know, global repatriation. There, suddenly, Falcon flies through a window, and I'm just—I know it's—I know it's a fictional thing, <coughs> but they've been doing such a good job of like kind of grounding that that feel of reality-ish with the episodes, and suddenly he's flying through a window at nighttime. You know, how did he get across the United States in that much time? To me, that was a kick. Actually, I think he. Yes, had, it was good. I think he had a whole day.
1: Like I think he had a whole day to travel there, because um, Torres also, hit him up. Torres hit him sure up with the app.
0: Got a, he's got a jetpack, like, oh, doesn't he?
1: I mean, well, that too, but like, yeah, but like, he had enough time to like travel there on a normal flight because. Torres showed him the pings when Carly starts pinging to gather people to help. So at least it goes by where she's gathering troops and getting the plan together. So he has time to travel
2: there. Okay. Well, I mean, just for me, it just seemed like it was he opens the case, gets the wings. End of episode is the GRC building being ran into. And all of a sudden he's there. Yeah. But the house he's in when he's opening up those wings is his house. Not for so sure. to me, that was, I don't know. It it was misplaced for me. It, you know, they, they should feel have like, yeah. into it a little bit better. I feel like Torres um, warns
1: him. He opens the case to look, travels there. Yeah. And then...
2: uh, they could have at least put that travel, you know, kind of thing uh, of him packing up to go. To like him flying that, above all the yeah.
0: states. You're like seeing him flying next to a plane as he's going to New York.
2: Yeah, or even you know, <laughs> it, it's a bird, it's a plane kind of montage. There's something montage. on the wing, some like, you know, someone's seen it fly overhead or something. And what was that? You know, yeah, uh, I could see that. I mean, there should have been it was,
0: following. it was a little, I feel like this episode might have been a little rushed for sure. Um, and and now that you say that the the COVID stuff and the stopping of production and and that, um, it makes a lot more sense because there were. I I watched this episode twice and I, the second time I, I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I like, dude, (laughs) that whole opening scene where they're taking the hostages. I did not like, at one point I was like, okay, wait a minute. So they were up in the building and now they're in vans. What the, what the hell happened? Like, I, I do feel like there was, there were some moments where it got a little rushed.
2: And obviously, I've I've watched it four times. Being that I can't really write right now, Um, so I've kind of had to memorize all my notes, and a little bit of typing on my side screen. But one thing that struck me also was when they're evacuating everyone, they're telling everyone go to these certain places, and the enemies are already in there. It's like that was another thing that was confusing. Why would you blare that over the speaker if you know there's enemies in the building? You I know, mean, I, I get that there's an evacuation, but why
0: blare your evacuation
2: so, protocols over the loudspeakers of the building?
0: Uh, Jesse from Sunbone Inevitable says, There are rumors that the Flag Smashers originally were going to release a virus, and they had to recut big parts. Yep that's a huge deal and that could be a big trigger thing like them not wanting to release a virus and then you you know like so they so they reshot everything that and those the little balls they were throwing with the little green balls that sent out all the smoke that's kind of what i thought i thought that was like a poison gas or something like that and and then yeah yeah, like (laughs) but again like so they were all in the building. All the Flag Smashers were in the building. They all had their masks on. And then all of a sudden, all the Flag Smashers, like a bunch of Flag Smashers were cops as well, which, yep. okay, makes sense to an extent. But I guess we didn't really get, to, I don't know. We Again, it was a little rushed because in the last episode, you saw Carly send out the text and everyone stood up. And I'm not thinking everyone that's there, I, I'm not thinking, and I'm sure that it, that this is exactly what happened, but a lot of those people were probably in law enforcement or something and they were just joining the cause. So again, it, it did seem a little bit rushed. So, um, Chip, what are your, what are your thoughts on that opening scene? What, what was it like seeing Sam Wilson as captain America for the first time?
1: It was, it was really comic accurate. Like they, they really hit the nail on the head with that one. They tried really hard. Um, I feel like they did a good job. It kind of reminded me of like the first or second Captain America uniform that Steve Rogers wore, but you know, obviously with the proper colors of like the the comic accurate Falcon, but like I thought like the shoulder pads and stuff, like I thought it really reminded me of like first Avenger era Captain America suit. Um, Yeah. Or maybe like first Avenger whatever. The first For Avengers sure. movie, but that suit was like kind of top heavy looking kind of reminded yeah. me of that because of the big shoulder pads. Um, sure, I think it's funny that both Captain America's have uh fought a helicopter now.
0: So <laughs> that was that was a sweet little action sequence. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that, and I really liked seeing his new Red Wings. It's not just one, it's two yeah. now, and they're freaking badass.
1: I was pretty I know, disappointed what? that there was not a canyon chase. Like I <laughs>
2: expecting. it was kind of a canyon chase. It was between two sides of a city, if you think about it.
0: That's and true, then, I suppose. And then they did that, that normal uh, where they throw down the, the big tubes into the, into the water, and he flies out of the tubes,
2: oh, of course. Yeah. I, I did like that when he came out, he was torpedo-shaped his wings had kind of twisted around him to create that cone. Mm-hmm. And his jet was propelling him like a, a torpedo.
0: His whole Dude, suit wing... was super intuitive. The like, wings are really
2: cool. It. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I did. fire chip. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, and like the torpedo thing, the red wing thing, and when he when the helicopter is like falling to the ground and he catches that civilian and wraps him up in the mm. in the wings yeah. and then the helicopter hits it. I think you really really right there saw how strong those that suit is now. It's mm. it's I mean it's made by Wakanda. So I bet that whole thing is made out of animanium Or vibranium? sorry vibranium. vibranium, my bad. My bad, sorry. But <laughs> getting my shit confused. No, I
1: feel like that's probably <laughs> accurate. It, and it's uh, kind of
0: showing that he's got a much more powerful suit. I mean him lifting the truck up with his jets you know and 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 all the things that he did with that suit were i'm excited to see more of
2: it you know i don't know if you noticed but his suit now has the the magnetic backing like steve's did when he flips that shield behind him and it boop. yeah but when he, that helicopter when it was crashing down on him and his swings went in front of him there was something that moved that shield up above his head
0: it's like, like a, a little device to... <laughs> yeah
2: and it created that dome you know <clears throat> so you know that that right there if we see him in any other shows or series coming up which i don't think we will for a while uh maybe armor wars but i i can secret see that secret invasion probably yeah that tactic again against gunfire just, mm. just in general
0: yeah and so jesse brings up the point of why no face mask um and i you know, that's that's kind of a fail-safe. The whole suit is a bit of a face mask as long as he's like using it correctly. But the problem with that is like like we saw the the guy shooting out of the helicopter, he would have to use his wing to cover himself and then he'd like lose momentum or mm-hmm. something like that. So it is it is a little and- not practical, a little less practical that way, but
2: Jesse, you know. I'm going to kind of go into your question about the, the face mask thing and goggles for him, because we know that the suit is from Wakanda. We've seen how Black Panther suit works, where it's kind of like nanotechnology that folds over. We don't know the full uh, ratios to that suit. For all we know, there could be like a stealth mode to the suit or anything else like that that could be activated. We do know he has the the HUD in his goggles. So for all mm-hmm. we know nanotech will come up cover his face and cover the top of his head as well it's it's hard to say with that
0: the possibilities are pretty endless on there it'd be cool to see nanotech and it it would also be cool to see hulk fastballing captain america in a wing ball (laughs) (laughs) just wrapped
2: up in a ball since we probably aren't getting wolverine anytime soon
0: Hmm, that's true um so during this whole thing Bucky kind of shows uh, that he's kind of dumb sometimes because <laughs> he let his target get away. Like, I feel like the whole reason they got the hostages out of that building and into those trucks was because Bucky, I mean, obviously Carly distracted him, but he should have known better. He should have known better. He had one job. <laughs> yeah. I think, I I like think
1: that's that. Sam rubbing off on him, though might be like at the start of all of these shenanigans he uh I don't think he would have taken the time to talk to her like he would have just like put one in her and ended it but uh like because yeah. he's been with Sam he's like and because yeah. he's trying to be a better person he's like oh let me see if I can talk her down
2: yeah I thought that was kind of weird when the lady walked up handed him the cell phone and she wants to talk to you he looks at it why didn't he just throw the phone down and keep going I mean,
0: That's what I thought he was gonna do. Protecting
2: the people, you know. It's like, hey, yeah, fuck off and throw the phone.
0: Yeah, and also he just like trusted that lady. He just trusted that lady. Yeah, that that creepy lady that's like, here's my phone. She wants to talk to you. It could have been a bomb.
2: That's true. (laughs) Like that was I don't know. That was a slip. This is what I'm saying. There was a lot of like, "Mm, I don't that that shouldn't have panned out like that.
0: Yeah. You know, I I think it I think it all harkens back to what you were saying about the the reshoots or the or Jesse saying with the recuts on things. I bet they can only do so much and they have to cut certain things out. This episode was only like 51 minutes. Last episode was 10 15 minutes longer. And this is supposed to be the ending where everything wraps up and the biggest action scenes and all that stuff and I can see I could see it where you know they they maybe that gas that they released was actually the virus and they just cut that whole section
2: out of there. And then, you know, (sighs) Um, Jesse, when you say, give him somebody to save, you're right. She said that, but she didn't say that until they were outside the building. Um, At which point they were still inside when the lady gave him the phone and he was still chasing them down into the basement with Sharon at that point. So i don't i don't think it was him shining through to saving people at that specific point i think he was trying to yes get down to the vans on the lower floors because obviously he'd be no good against the helicopter but i think he was also partially trying to get to the super soldiers at that point to stop them from even leaving the building
0: right and that makes sense, but either way, I feel like that was a slip for Bucky, and and he let him he let him get away. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. you know Sharon is kind of kicking ass. She just like getting the job done. She just melts someone with some mercury, and yeah, Sam catch is that, she uh,
1: straight melted that dude's <laughs> face off. Like yeah.
0: she's like, right? Toxic mercury, no big deal, among other things. Like, yeah, I mean, what do you mean, among other things? <laughs>
2: I think like I want to point out nobody- there was some sloppy cinematography right there too because uh like i said i watched this episode four four times and i tried to memorize it because of the the hands but so she throws that thing or she pockets it into his vest when she runs into him he gets in the van the window is down and immediately starts to drive off but when it goes off the window is up
0: Mm. there well
2: there i guess you could say He started to roll it up or whatever, but the cutover was too quick for that to be. You should you should start a hashtag
0: about this. They'll cut it out just like they did with jeans guy in Mandalorian. You remember that fiasco where you could see one of the production guys in the back with his jeans or like the Starbucks cup? on Game of Thrones, man, it yeah. happens.
2: <laughs> All right, Jesse, scroll on, Carter.
0: No, 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 uh, no, no, no. We're, we're saving that. We're saving that because that's some big fucking news right there, and we're saving okay. that for a minute, so so you stop. I, I want to get back to Sam this. kicking ass <laughs> because okay. while Bucky gets distracted and lets everybody go, Sam is, quote-unquote, distracted by butt rock, and he rocks his butt, I feel like. He, he pretty much just... The dude's like, you cost me a lot of money, and Sam's like, yeah, I don't care, and just kind of kicks his ass. Well, kind of. I mean, he gets I mean, away from him. He he does enough to get away he, from him.
1: He did about as well as Steve did. Like, if you go back and watch um, I think it was Winter Soldier, Um, mm-hmm. he, like, Batroc kind of beats the crap out of Steve for a good chunk of that fight. Steve, like, isn't winning their fist fight yeah. for a good chunk of time. So like Steve,
2: Steve knocks his ass out
1: at the end, end of it. Yeah. At the end of it, he does sweet, a clever move. Yeah. Yeah. Like he does <laughs> a clever move and knocks him out for sure. But like Batrock's <laughs> holding his own against super soldier, Steve Rogers mm-hmm. for like a good yeah. solid three or four minutes. And yeah. like, you're right. I powered Sam wide. Wilson definitely held his own as well. So like he did, he didn't win the fight, but like he definitely held he his own
2: from the fight because he had more important things oh for sure i think yeah. that's when he did the the shield flip up into Batrock's face and oh yeah that was cool flew into him you know that, that's style. when he had that that's, shield that's bash he... was pretty good that was clever yeah and that
0: that's when he chased after the helicopter because he saw yeah. that they were That's uh, so i don't know
2: yeah. i don't know if you caught it but he uh when he's flying out he says au revoir too yeah he does i love that Batroc. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> i love that i love that
0: just another, just rubbing salt in the wound for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. so, you know, we talked about the helicopter. So now they're, they all pretty much meet in this underground area, right? Mm-hmm. They're all chasing after, well, no, no, not, nope. We skipped over the whole truck thing and a whole lot of action there. Yeah, we did. Holy cow. So Bucky chases down. This is where we get that cool motorcycle scene because he chases down the, caravans of hostages yeah so they and, loaded uh, up all
1: the grc members into the vans and the chopper chopper takes off and sam flies after it bucky and uh sharon take off go after
0: them. the other stuff so yeah, separately what did you think of uh and i, I know we're going to kind of jump around but but carly she changed a lot through the course of this season uh mm-hmm. chip like what do you what do you think about her motives now in episode six as compared to her motives in episode two
1: i mean she i don't know after after mother danya mama danya after she died like carly definitely like flipped a switch and just didn't care who she hurt as long as she got her way she like she got jaded she went from like i don't know she still had like high ideals but she definitely became jaded and became a villain along the way
2: I, I like yeah you could, i like how you could see the other flag smasher starting to uh question her mm-hmm. losing yeah man uh, losing what's the word for it um faith faith maybe
0: uh, uh <sighs> I, I i think i think faith would be the best word because they that's she says one confidence. world confidence. There you go. Yeah. And she's, you know, when they're talking about how they're going to have to kill the hostages mm-hmm. and you know, she's like one world and they all kind of look at each other. Like, uh, yeah. this is, when I she don't tells know. Them to do light
2: this. the van on fire.
0: Yeah. Again, yeah.
2: They, they look at each other like, really? And then they're like, yank the gas tank off of the, mm-hmm. off the motorcycle. That's true.
0: Yep. Which it, she just kind of turned into this, just, like you said chip just a villain um because you know most noble people that are trying to save people for their cause aren't going to start a truck full of people on fire mm-hmm. <laughs> right most of the time i mean i i don't know the joker might do that just for fun but like you know that's dc so <laughs> there, <laughs> um
2: there's definitely a lot of villains that would do that kind of thing to get away
0: um and that's what—that's exactly what they were doing. And she's—I yeah. loved her. They—he needs someone to save. He needs a distraction, and mm-hmm. I think that's what got them to actually start the van on fire. Because he—they were like, "Oh, all right. I mean, I guess that's a,
2: a good thing." Um, but I believe Magneto at some point for the X Men does the same thing. Uh, I recall an issue where they were out on a pier and he like yanks the supports out on a big Ferris wheel or something like that. So that the the Brotherhood can escape.
0: Mm.
2: Um. Okay. I'm trying to think of which set that was, though. But yeah, it, it's roughly the same thing because the X Men are all about changing the opinions of mutants or changing the op- opinions of uh, Homo sapiens to Homo superiors, as they're put. You know, right? As Magneto would put it.
0: Right. And so before Bucky even like shows up too for anything, you get motherfucking John Walker and his aluminum shield walking into this thing, dude. To me, John Walker in this episode at first he was like a little kid. You know, he was like a little mm-hmm. kid that was like, "I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get my own ball. I'm, I'm gonna kick your ass," you know. And <laughs> he kind of oh did God. that. Sweet own shield now <laughs> yeah. sapiens. so he so he jumps in and does the whole you know fights carly for a second then that's you know winter soldier comes in and they kind of start fighting together and i think this was a turning point for john walker right here roy, roy what do you think about john walker's like after this whole scene i mean let alone the episode this scene is i feel like where his turn
2: happened what, what do you think so at the start of it, yeah, you can definitely see he's still in that, uh, rage mode and blame. Um, something I noticed was he called Carly Morgenthau, not Morgenthau. I don't know if that was an oversight in production, um, (laughs) or just, he was too angry that he couldn't speak correctly like a child when they get angry, which, Mm -hmm. you know, fits to what you were saying. Um, but, yeah, there was the point at which um, Carly basically makes the equivalent that there, there are people who don't matter. Um, yeah, because – well, he said he,
0: – she was like, I don't – I didn't – I never meant to kill your friend. Um, I, I don't want to kill anyone that doesn't
2: matter, yes. I think you froze a little bit, Josh. Yeah, and you're saying uh, his life doesn't matter? <laughs> Yeah, and oh, geez. it was that immediate recogniz- recognition in, um, sorry, John Walker, that he he I think that triggered him even more to immediately go after her and not care. So he flings that shield, the the, you the know, aluminum, bicycle, the bicycle steel <laughs> shield that he throws. Oh and God. I did like that he put the, the, the Medal of Honor inside to kind of remind himself of what he's fighting for.
0: I feel like that's kind of what gave him the motivation yeah, when I, he was getting his ass kicked.
2: When they showed and, us him building the shield,
1: I thought he was putting it on the outside like a cocky SOB, and I was like, that's not a good look at all. Like, yeah. how, how cheesy and disrespectful. <laughs> but him putting it on the inside so it's just for him, that's like a whole different side of the coin. Yeah. So,
2: yeah um i do feel kind of like his character in this entire episode was once again rushed i feel like they skipped over critical building uh parts to make you feel like maybe he can be redeemed um when he throws that shield she kicks it to the side and it's a if you listen to like the vibranium shield when it hits something and that shield, bing. you get the bing bing, and then you get the dong. <laughs> she yeah, kicks it, and it it's hits like she the, kicked the trash can. Yeah, <laughs> it hits the scaffolding and it goes dong, and then it just like falls <laughs> down. Yeah. Doesn't even ricochet again. Yeah, um, and then Very cheaply
0: made shield, that's yeah, for sure.
2: Once the other flag smashers start ganging up on him, and they're easily just bending the crap out of that shield while he's covered up like a turtle underneath of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was when he kind of got that extra uh, motivation to step yeah, up extra and go strength. after
2: Carly. And I do like how at that point you can see that rage is fueling him more than anything because he mm-hmm. starts fighting Carly. And there's one moment where she like flat just boots him to the chest, which had normally sent people flying. And he just like, Ugh. like you know,
0: puffed out his chest and hit her backwards. He was going to kill her. Oh, he was. Like he was going to rip her head off. And then luckily they, they made that distraction and pushed that van off the edge. And then he finally got to make the right choice. I feel like this is the moment where John Walker got to be a hero and he knew it. He knew it right then and there. He's like, and th- this is, this is the thing. I think half of it was that he wanted to be a hero and half of it is that he wanted everyone to see that he was a hero
2: yeah
0: put out that facade like no see i still save people it's fine i still save people
2: mm-hmm. i just made a bad like, decision guys please like me yeah yeah well you know. he had that like wyatt russell did such a good job
1: like with the uh the internal struggle there like do i go after her or do i save these people yeah like
0: yeah you were crushing on wyatt russell before the show you want you want to talk about that a little bit we're going to start um, sending him DMs or did, something? I mean, or...
1: I feel like I just said basically the same thing. He did such a good job. Like, oh, man, I, John Walker is the shit, dude. I hated John <laughs> Walker when this series started. But now I'm just like, all right, John Walker. I feel like I feel like going forward, they, uh, they're they going to do like some sort of uh, like Hydra thing where Hydra is pulling some strings for a super team. But John Walker, maybe, like,
0: uh, maybe a bit of a Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt watch.
1: I mean, I, I guess like maybe if Hydra's gonna run the Thunderbolts, as long as it's not Thaddeus Ross, I'm good. But uh, <laughs> he's uh, but I feel like oh, what was I saying though? Um, but yeah, going forward, you were just crushing
0: on Wyatt Russell,
1: yeah. No, all. I feel like going forward, um, he's gonna be on like a team like a dark team that the that Hydra runs but then halfway along he's gonna catch wise that they're not like on the up and up and then they're gonna turn and like just crush him and that might be how they uh that might be how they go into the like crippled john walker because at that point we might care about him being crippled like if they had crippled him during this series probably not I as kinda, impactful but going I forward now they were going when he fell and bashed his back yep. i kind of thought so too i, I think they Trump did that on purpose too on
0: i yeah i think it was one of those like oh shit is this when it happens is this when it happens and they're like For nope sure. Psych. Sure.
1: but no i feel like going forward he's gonna be on another team and find and realize that they're not on the up and up because he's not a bad dude he like he made one bad decision when he was blinded by rage like slashed his the friend serum yep i still think scare a huge him out of a bad look that. like it was a bad look and he definitely needed to be in trouble for that but uh yeah i feel like he ended up getting a pass and all in all he's not a bad guy so i feel like that's what's gonna happen he'll be on another team realize that they're not on the up and up and be like you guys have to quit this and they'll just like smash him yeah early right. early prediction
0: like he'll like he'll be the the hero in the villain squad he'll be the the dead shot to the suicide squad or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. I can see that happening.
2: I do like how they made him drop the shield to save the people in the truck. Like, he had that choice, Mm. and he chose the people over the shield. And, you know, once it got up, and he he ended up releasing it and couldn't hold it, you know, um, and Falcon swooped in and got it and use those two red wings to attach to the back of the truck much like how tony did in um,
0: with the iron man suit
2: with the iron man suit and spider-man homecoming with mm-hmm. the the barge you know to put it back together um use that but it was a slow uh coming up of the shield like a dawning of a new captain america in my opinion yeah. that's what it looked like um There was a lot of a lot of those instances, you know, that they wanted to remind you like every 15 minutes or 10 minutes or so that, oh, yeah, Sam's Captain America now. Don't forget this. Oh, here's the shield coming up. Sam's Captain America. Oh, that's Black Falcon. Nah, that's Captain America.
1: That was a little you know, heavy handed. I was like, oh, come on. Eight,
2: eight, like, this I think was, that was literally, the
0: cheesiest line in the show. I this series was the, was the first time the
1: I ever heard him referred to as Black Falcon, like, I mean, in the it MCU. Is... And yeah. and They're... I'm just like, okay, so, like, what's
2: the little boy, li- to as that.
1: that's
2: what I'm saying. Yeah. That
1: time and this time was the only time oh, okay. I've ever heard it in the MCU. So I'm just like, make sure you. Make sure you strong arm that one in there. Geez. Yeah,
0: I did. I did like. I liked how John Walker. I don't know. He he's kind of like the lovable, naive villain, you know, Mm. because because at the end he hooks up with Val. Sorry, don't call her that. But she hooks up with Val he does and gets his U.S. agent moniker. You know, like he gets the suit and the shield. Did he get the shield or was it just the suit? No, nope. he did was, not. He, did he not didn't get the shield. That's right. That's right. Sorry, I, it was just the the suit, but it was black. And she made sure to mention that you know we need a U.S. agent. Mm-hmm. So
1: no, and I'm I'm fairly certain he'll get a shield. Um uh, yeah. it'll probably be a shield that has an arc reactor in it. Mm. Um. So we'll see.
0: You think it might come from uh, maybe Victor Von Doom? Mm.
2: I think it's eh, going to deal with... Uh, he's like, not uh, usually related to Arma Hydra. Wars.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it's like... An, up. Yeah, okay. take an arc reactor, that way he can like blast, re- like repulsor blasts and stuff. They'll give him yeah. a suit, big full-on yeah. mech suit. Like,
2: I don't know if you guys I, caught it when Bucky fell off the ledge. Um, he screamed on his way down. He did very, very reminiscent of uh, his scream when he fell in the first Avenger. Oh, yeah, and then very reminiscent of the scream you hear in the Winter Soldier's theme, mm-hmm. except for this time he caught himself and was composed right away. So you saw, I I felt like that the was growth c- of Bucky, good character growth in cinematography right there it wasn't it wasn't story building it was showing you through once again sebastian stan's uh facial expressions him. that you know you don't have to say words to act you can just give a uh smoldering glance yeah and you i can't it.
0: wait till he plays luke skywalker so excited. <laughs> i
2: hope he does that that, would that be side good by testing. side was too good too
0: so, on point I can't wait um, yeah. And and Bucky, I feel like, I don't know, obviously we all love Bucky, you know, even even from Winter Soldier days. Yeah, he had his his issues. But I think Steve Rogers kind of made us love Bucky again. And this was, I would say, uh, the the thank you to Steve Rogers that for for Bucky, you know what I mean? Like he repaid Steve Rogers by becoming the the person that he became. Chip, was he... He was the Winter Soldier, and then was he a different superhero name? Did he go by a different name at all? Besides Captain America, of course.
1: Uh, I...
0: I don't think he went... Silver Arm or anything? I
1: mean... (laughs) uh, Not that I'm aware of.
0: I mean, I I guess uh, he could go as... What is it? The White Wolf or whatever from... Yeah, go in with... the
1: comics that's a villain, not oh like which is odd. But uh yeah. Let me see here. He goes by <laughs> Bucky, winter soldier, Captain America.
0: Okay. So nothing else then. Well, all right. So I guess I'll just go by Sergeant Bucky, which uh was a pretty cool scene. Um he had a he had a he had a couple good little like light bulb moments too where the cops said Sergeant Bucky and he was like, Oh, oh, they're not trying to arrest me. Sweet. And then when the the hostages said thank you to him,
1: it he was I like, feel shocked. like he,
0: Yeah, he was like, Oh, you're welcome for sure. Yeah, I got I got you. You know, like it was it was that moment where he was like, Oh, I could I could get used to this hero thing. I could get used to this saving people right. thing, you know. Yeah. Go go for it, Roy.
2: There was the cop that called him Sergeant Barnes, Sergeant Barnes at the beginning yeah. of the episode. That that does mean that people went to <laughs> Captain America's uh, museum exhibit. <laughs> so <laughs> obviously, funny. there there then are people who recognize him by his military duty, and yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe showed him that kind of respect
0: that makes that makes a lot of sense um but yeah i thought he did i don't know again a wonderful job from sebastian stan just kind of showing us how far bucky has come and he did he did a great job and i I love it yeah um let's see where where else are we at now uh i guess now they're kind of chasing after um everybody else so so now we get to the point oh this is This is so satisfying for me, Roy. I just want you to know that. Are we talking about the underground chase? We're getting to the underground chase. My favorite part of the episode. And it's
2: Uh,
0: basically everyone splits up. So you got Bat Rocks, the Butt Rocks down there. You got Carly's down there. Sharon Carter's down there. You got Bucky and Sam Wilson. No, No, Bucky's not down there, but Sam Wilson is down there. They're all chasing after each other, right? So. Sharon, because she knows Carly, uses the whistle tactic and tricks her into coming to come into her. And...
1: But wait, how does Sharon know Carly?
0: <laughs> so they have a conversation. While they're talking, Buttrock comes in. And right when Buttrock comes in, Carly drops the bombshell that Sharon Carter is the power broker.
1: It was Sharon all along.
2: <laughs> I I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah, you are. But, yeah. But I have so <laughs> I have arguments against this. And I still don't think it's her, but I'm gonna give it to you because they they like heavy handedly threw the oh, this is supposed to be a surprise, but we let you guys know way ahead of time you know, kind of tactic. It, there was there was no finesse in this reveal.
0: No. The episode and that she appeared in was called Power
2: Broker. Like, sweet
1: that was the call right there. I was just I, like I dude, do, the only character I do they introduced at power
2: broker. <laughs> power broker during this during this uh conversation that Sharon not once does she acknowledge that she is the power broker. She does not acknowledge it oh.
0: Get out of here with that. No, I'm she sure. doesn't acknowledge it, but she, but both people that heard that she's the power broker are now dead right. because she, shot she the one killed because them. He
2: threatened to blackmail her that mm-hmm. she is the power broker, which could, you know, goof up her pardon, mm-hmm. which is what she's aiming for. And yes, she, once again, I'm going to go back to the fact that she knew where the serum was created, she didn't have to lead Bucky and them to it. You know she could have easily just had more serum made and not worried about it but she completely ruined her business on that front you know so mm. now she's talking to carly and she's you know it, it just it is so heavily heavy-handed just shoved down your throat that she's the power broker
0: well i, I do want to uh... Yes, It was shoved down our throat that she was a power broker, wasn't it?
2: I have the costume (laughs) ordered because I'm going to give them this win, uh, albeit, you know, under circumstances. I don't acknowledge it. (laughs) Uh, I did order the Wonder Woman costume. I should have it soon to try on to make sure it fits. And I will be wearing it the first episode of Loki on June 11th.
0: Fox. So that'll be the... So that episode will be June 14th. Mm-hmm. So make sure and to catch the MCM on June 14th.
1: And we'll have Don't worry
2: between now and then. For um, accurate, it's the suit, it's the cape, it's the tiara, and the bracers.
1: You're going to need those so. bracers to deflect all the slings <laughs> and arrows we're throwing at you.
2: <laughs>
0: oh man, it's going to be... It's It is so satisfying. But I do want to point out, like... I, so it is, it has been confirmed that Sharon Carter is the power broker. Sharon Carter, as we know her, is the power broker. Now, that does not mean that Sharon Carter is not a scroll and maybe got replaced with a scroll during the blip or something like that. It's very possible that, you know, she could be somebody else. Although that scroll point, she, if she was a scroll she'd be a shapeshifter and why would she wear a Mission Impossible mask? That's that's the only thing. Like if she if she's really 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 trying to hide that cover, obviously she's trying to hide that cover that she's a scroll. But I mean again, was, she's she's a shapeshifter. So the mask was if in its own
2: right too. So Yeah, right. I now mean, that she's I was pulled thinking the cloth off. No nobody's going to notice I'm here. Why are you wearing the mask then? No, now that I'm thinking <laughs> no.
1: about it, that's like it, It was clever. She wore the mask so that she could get from Madripoor to the States. Yeah. But then she takes it off because she wants people to see her helping to help her pardon case. Mm. She just wants access to those
2: fat, juicy shield bunkers. She already has people within the FBI and shield that are helping her. Yeah, but I mean, we don't don't know that. That is,
1: yeah. And she's got like agent 13 had really, yeah, agent 13 had real high access. Okay. Most shield agents
0: have like level three or four out of seven or eight, I think is what it is. And agents of shield, they give you the level system. And I think Mm -hmm. only Nick Fury and one other person has level eight access. And probably, yeah, yeah. and then, and then, yeah, I think like the next next down from Nick Fury had level seven. And I think agent Carter was part of level seven access. So she has a ton of most agents, FBI, CIA shield, whatever it is, don't have. So oh, that's when, huge um, for her.
2: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: Um, But again,
2: <sighs> I, I'm just going by the fact that we know that she had a FBI agents on the pier to stop Carly earlier in the episode. So we know she still has contacts within the U S government. I just, why for she those listening full access? I don't know. For those listening in the, in the
0: to the podcast, you can't see my face, which means you should probably watch our live shows on the Mondays. But uh, my face is just, it's a winning face over here. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, ha- I don't have much else to say. God,
1: there's so much <laughs> smug over there, just yeah, swirling big, an fun. empty wine glass around. What do you got in there? All that <laughs> smug.
2: We, we will up the stakes when we make our predictions on the the Loki show, and we we'll absolutely will too. There will and be shit, a point no in time. That one. There, I mean, <laughs> yeah,
0: you're, you're going to have to get in on that one too. <laughs> got to find something that's the one a that good was theory.
2: Originally arguing that Sharon was
0: power broker.
1: <laughs> I was right too. <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: so this really wouldn't have affected you even if you had taken the bet, but you kind of. Nah, I didn't, you
1: out. know, it couldn't be two v one like Josh and you were in on it. So I was just, well, you know,
2: not. i was just hanging out. I hey, I'd be fully supportive of you know Josh wearing a Leia outfit and you wearing you know I don't know,
0: storm death. outfit, <laughs> a storm <laughs>
1: outfit. There you go. I'll dress up like Namor and you will be scarred for life. No, no, no. <laughs> get that shiny metallic green we should make you dress up
0: should make you dress up as aquaman Is what we should do
1: (laughs) (laughs) only if i get my handy
0: yeah and you know when once we get to that point in loki and there will be a point in loki i would say within the Mm. first two or three episodes where there's some sort of prediction the first 20 minutes that we have yeah shit's gonna be so nuts and we'll have a bet and I promise my stakes will be Star Trek related because obviously I'm I'm a big, big Star Wars fan. I think Jesse and I had a, we had a bet once and I was going to wear Spock ears, but I think, I think I won that bet too. It's <laughs> funny. Coward um,
1: the super scroll. I would love to see him show up. Like that would be, dope. yeah,
0: that would be yeah. way cool.
1: It'd be really cool um, if they established all the scrolls in like <laughs> Secret Invasion and then Thanks, give us Fantastic Four and have Fantastic Four fighting the Super Scroll.
0: Yeah. Gaskin says Aqua Lad. Yeah, we'll have you dress up as Aqua Lad nah. nah.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: Oh. Maybe. Um, I I almost guarantee we're gonna see Super Scroll in Secret Invasion. Like that's part of the scroll lore is super scroll now whether or not we get it comic book accurate is the question we most likely won't it'll probably be a i mean i hope it's not as bad but it'll probably be along the lines of a of the dark elves from dark world you know that I, was pretty bad
2: with this series, if i recall was... secret oh sorry go ahead i was gonna say with this series we know now that anything comic book accurate is thrown out the window because Sharon was never power broker. That's so, true. Yeah, and we've not. I that. don't know if the I comics can, are always up for anymore, guys. I don't know if I can do this. So Literally. This this may have just ruined it for me. Yeah, go watch some <laughs> Justice League. <laughs> 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 Maybe oh, if they I get a twelve that, hour though. cut,
1: it'll be a decent movie.
0: I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> um,
1: but um, no, I think so uh, now.
0: I want to talk about the speech that Sam has with the senators, because that was like the best part of this entire episode. It was so poignant, so meaningful, so up to date. And so like, boom, you know, it was, it was like Disney was yelling at our own, you know, the writers of the show were yelling at our own uh, politicians. Cause there were a lot of points that, Sam was making in that speech that kind yeah. of, like, pertain to today's world and today's society. Um, Roy, what are your thoughts on that? On that speech, there, I know that, I know that, like, I know you have some thoughts. <laughs> Ooh,
2: thoughts. So, I think Sam was right. I mean, I I think the point in which the the senator point point pointedly looks at Sam and says, you don't know what you're talking about. And Sam goes, how do I not? I'm a black guy wearing the stars and stripes. I'm not blonde haired and blue eyed, you know, it was just, I think that speech as a whole was probably the most dramatic point of this entire episode. And that was my high point, honestly. And it, yes, it was the writers looking at our government officials and saying, stop being stupid. Listen to your people. They want this. You know. How is it hard to understand that you're not out there amongst them? You don't know how bad the conditions truly are. You're living in your seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar home in Miami. Well, we have people, you know, dying from diseases all over the world because you don't want to step in and do your part. You'd rather make mandates and make enemies. Go for it, chip. I agree the
1: speech was really well done. It was uh it was very poignant. Yeah, very on point. Um like back to the sorry we and uh i got skipped over a little bit on the super scroll point uh i believe during secret invasion they uh introduced uh because like cal earth the super scroll has been around for years and years and years and then during the secret invasion event they introduced these like super duper scrolls eventually that are like a bunch of scrolls that have like a bunch of powers from different super beings and so that's how they're really competing because like a scroll is just like a squishy green alien, and like powered beings would just squish their heads, no big deal. Um, but like all the super scrolls, like they show up with like Wolverine's healing factor and Sue Storm's telekinesis and Johnny Blaze's flames, and they just like wreck people. Um, so I feel like I don't know, we got to establish the Fantastic Four and get like Calert established before we can do like waves and waves and waves of crazy ass super scrolls or they just subvert that entirely and just
2: do that already i think if they do something like that they're gonna call them super scrolls but it's gonna be them basically with the super soldier serum hmm. that would be my call and then we get the true super scroll in the fantastic four movie i think that's how they would probably interest it because yeah, right I now that there's not a lot of highly powered individuals that are in the forefront. I mean, you have Dr. Strange, you have Wanda. um, I mean, even who else would there be right now? Hulk, but even Thor is not even around right now. So there's not a lot of highly powered individuals that could stop a bunch of super soldier scrolls. It's true.
0: it's true all right um and then to go back to the speech um i would argue roy that that was the high point of the entire series um not just the episode but it was probably the the best uh best piece of drama out of this entire series
2: mm, i'm i might argue that i think there's one point in this episode that was better for me as the drama and that was when they recognized Isaiah Bradley. And I think
0: that that was like the that was like the, the wrap-up of the whole series, and obviously the most like touching point. But as far as like I don't know, the, the I think the best scene was was that was Sam taking Captain America. He was taking that Captain America mantle right then and there. That was him being like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna be Captain America.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I yes, was so and,
1: expecting and he, that senator to, to ask for the shield back, like when he first walked yeah. up. Oh, thanks, <laughs> Sam. Oh man, thanks for the help. Can I get that shield? Like, I was totally expecting that. But uh,
0: that would have been to his credit. Kinda, he did not do that. <laughs> I was gonna say that would have been kind of funny and also like ungrateful prick. <laughs> just saved your life. You're gonna just ask me for the shield? That'd, that'd be kind of messed up. But but yeah, I mean that that's my opinion i just that was my favorite scene of the entire series my favorite scene of the episode was the isaiah bradley scene um that whole the whole thing where he shows up to his house and isaiah is trying to play it off like oh you think you're so cool but you know and he knows isaiah knows that that he like he respects sam now and and he can actually call him Captain America. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. that part and then and then Sam taking him to that museum. Chip, what were your thoughts on that on that museum? I know you had some some pretty emotional Dude,
1: that was that was the best scene like for me. I that hit me right in the feels. I was getting all teary. The uh <laughs> the actor that plays Isaiah Bradley, he like did a hell of a job with that scene specifically. Like he he really sold it for me.
0: Yeah, when he grabs his his son or nephew's shoulder yeah because he's like like, gonna collapse like yeah because he's like oh my god like and and it's it's just like the bucky area you know where they put um bucky's crew in there and like how he was you know related to captain america or how how he helped him and stuff and
1: and if you pause it and read like the the information tab that they have there it um it's very accurate like it doesn't pull punches it says that they were uh, he was a group of a dozen african-american soldiers that were experimented on against their will um in an effort to create super soldiers so like it it, it's accurate too it tells their actual story and then uh in the background all the background panels in that room are all african-american soldiers as it's going through all the different uh i think that uh, was his that
0: was his whole like his troop right that, was his, probably, that he was with and that, like yeah. It probably was probably
1: they didn't actually like they didn't actually say that or indicate that, but like I, I would assume.
0: Yeah, it but I can't. Very, but, but again, very they were kind of moment.
1: secretive, so it might have just been like random African
2: American yeah, soldiers
1: because like they were a secret project. That's true. So I can see it either way,
2: right, Roy? So I, I just noticed this. um But the bearded senator, I was looking up who played him. It was Alfie Hyroth. Hyorth? Hard to pronounce his name. But uh, they don't actually give him, they don't list him under his character's name in the series. Don't they They call him him, like
0: Bad Senator or something?
2: No, Government Official is what they accredited him to. Yeah, But they call him by his name in the series. You know, this is Senator uh, What's his name? So, why would why wouldn't they list him that in credits and just list him as government official that's weird what an insult that, that, so what that character is more? just that unimportant <laughs> yeah
0: I, I wonder he's a scroll i wonder if that's a, i wonder if that, <laughs> confirmed he's just owen wilson behind that that mission impossible mask he's wearing mobius and
2: mobius kelly. all right <laughs> his name is senator kelly senator
0: kelly oh oh yeah wasn't there a senator kelly in x-men for sure
1: Um, like for sure yeah he's the one that like like, isn't he's a big deal yeah he's the one that like tries to outlaw mutants and tries to get sentinels legalized and shit
0: oh shit no wonder they didn't mention him in credits that is a big deal that's because hilarious. they're bringing X-Men in and he could be a big part of that.
2: Whoa.
0: That's cool. Good find. Good find there for sure. I'm I'm very interested to see where he pops up again because that's, that's incredible. And I feel like these shows have been doing that. I feel like Loki is going to continue this trend where they introduce these characters that are going to be long lasting in, in the series, you know. I mean, you know, Agatha is going to be around for a while. Um, I'm sure we're going to see um, more of what's, what was the other guy in WandaVision? He was an Ant-Man, but he.
2: Oh, Jimmy Woo. Woo.
0: Jimmy, Jimmy Woo. Woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep I keep on to say John. I think he's Woo, getting his own
1: series. That. Like, I think that
0: I petitioned for it. I'll yeah. have to
1: check. <laughs> yeah. Was it just a petition? Um, OK,
0: because I yeah. heard
1: that they might do an Agents of Atlas, but that might just be wishful thinking
0: um but again like these these characters you know and and, agatha and then who is it like the kids sorry the kids from um wandavision would be a big introduction and long lasting effect to this to the whole mcu so senator kelly could be a huge impact for sure oh man i love that (laughs) Could you imagine just, getting just... the
1: casting for like teenage Billy and like getting to ride that out for like 15, 20 years of your career? God, that'd be
0: awesome. That's like the next Harry Potter. It right really there. could.
1: Like, if you cast him as a teen for like the teenage role, you just age him up through the next yeah. 15, 20 years. Like, oh,
0: until he's an adult. And then, oh if my there, goodness. If there Once you do like,
1: like two or three blood. movies, you really get all that leverage behind it and just like,
2: oh, wrench him for that money. No, I would do <laughs> it.
1: I would do it just to be a part of
2: it. Behind uh you know Spider-Man with Sony and Marvel. I feel like that could stretch on forever with Tom Holland because he's young enough. Mm -hmm. And you could easily grow him into the college years Peter Parker. So
0: Well, he wants to play Peter Parker for a long time. And then you could have him as Miles Morales mentor when he wants to start cutting back on Spider Man. Mm -hmm. Then you bring Miles in and Tom Holland's still there. But he's yeah. just not in it as much.
2: You, you could definitely cast a younger Gwen Stacy as Spider Gwen too. Absolutely, um, you wouldn't have Alternate. to cast her as That's the Spider Verse older Spider-Man. Gwen. Mm-hmm. So
1: she could be a clone. She could be one of the clones that Jackal makes. Yeah,
2: it's true. We could, uh, we could uh, get Ben Riley in there at some point.
1: Dude, I love the Clone Saga. Ben Riley's my favorite Spider Man all day
2: so
0: i am not i would I like to see the rush this, is, the this is why i'm here guys this is why i'm or... here so i can learn from you this is this is why we do this show because i don't know anything <laughs> that you guys are talking about
1: so in the 90s <laughs> they did a clone saga where this villain the jackal had like peter parker's blood and like he cloned him a couple times and a few of them were like pretty unsuccessful and those dudes were just like straight up villains but one of them was Ben Riley and he like was a perfect clone essentially yeah. and uh him and Peter switch places for a while and then later on you find out that Ben Riley is actually Peter and Peter is the clone and didn't know it the entire time convoluted yeah. Whoa.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: in in the old '90s animated series on Fox Kids, it was actually Alistair Smythe who did the. Oh clone. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he had cloned, and it was it was very convoluted on there too because it was <sighs> uh, it was Mary Jane Watson that was actually cloned as well. Yeah. And she started to disintegrate, but she was cloned from Hydro Man. What? Yeah. It was okay. really weird. <laughs> So.
0: I don't I don't think yeah. I want I don't want clones in my MCU. Don't bring clones. I think in our MCU MCM too.
1: merch should just be a t-shirt that says pretty convoluted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good call. I think I think I like that. Um so man, I think I think for the most part we've covered pretty much everything of this episode. No, um,
1: we did not cover the very end of the episode where it cuts to black and says Captain America and the Winter Soldier.
0: Oh, and, and um, yeah. Of saying obviously. Falcon. Yeah.
1: It changes yeah. to Captain America and the Winter Soldier, which I like. Which is a good touch. And
0: I I actually, yeah, I, I chuckled at that for sure. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. That's way cool. Um, and obviously, right after that, they announced Captain America 4 yeah. with Chris Evans. So. Well.
1: Did they confirm that Chris Evans is coming back? I heard, I saw that's that they were going mean, to do a number four, but Chris Evans wasn't confirmed. Right?
0: Like, yeah, I'll look it up really quick. I, maybe you sure saw something saw after something...
1: me. Uh... Different news stories a day later might be uh, more news, you know?
0: So... Yeah, that's pretty slick. I think,
1: uh, I think it'll definitely
0: lead so here you go. from Deadline Civil War 2. That'd be cool. Uh, deadline.com it's still vague whether the deal is closed but insiders say it's headed in that direction for evans to return as steve rogers in at least one marvel property with that with the door open for a second film um so
2: has something to do with uh, sword because he's on the moon man absolutely you know, you absolutely know, like, like is that accurate is he on the moon
1: did him and peggy go to I mean. the moon is peggy
2: dead Dude. peggy's dead right She's gotta
0: be. She'd be dead by now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we know
2: that she died in real time. Why would that? How would it change her death She, di- time she time died. She died in, in civil her war. Her entire life. Her entire
1: well, I mean, arguably, her entire life is different because now she.
0: Had but Steve even Robert in the timeline, even the in time. even in the two
2: separate timelines, they see when like in time and said, "We're going to extend your life by like ten years. We're going keto." You know, Dude, he, like you don't think he
1: is. would give her a better diet come on now how much all less right, stress right. is she gonna have in her life now that she's got a super soldier next to her for all of her missions?
0: <laughs> all right less all right stress. she she might have she's okay okay i could see that um but i do think that like the them saying that in what every other episode in this series them saying isn't he on the moon i think mm, yeah. that's kind of a like hey guys he's probably on the moon like yeah. he's on the moon yeah just let it's, me know it's one of he's those there. like
1: it's one of those like terribly kept secrets like it's, area yeah. 51 like sharing. area 51 doesn't exist but area 51 definitely exists like right it's funny
0: like the he's on the moon kind of the That's the, a good call. the weird agatha foreshadowing in wandavision like each episode there was something different with agatha that you're like is she and then even in in Falcon Winter Soldier, like is he on the moon? I mean that right? Oh, we might. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, I think that'd be really cool to see him up there. It'd be like a Umbrella Academy status, just him yeah, all by himself still... on the moon. <laughs> but what else? What Why else did we did moon? we miss?
2: Uh, yeah. We missed because there was two other scenes that we missed talking about. Okay, the pardon. The pardon for Sharon. We didn't talk about that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Because afterwards, on the steps, she does call someone and she talks to him and says, "Hey," it just opens up a whole lot of blueprints. And I'm sorry. It's it's because I did terrible with
0: writing notes.
2: <laughs> no, you're fine. I'll
0: yeah, I think that. she um... I didn't
2: take notes either, so we're just kind of bouncing off each other. We got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I perfect. I think she
1: calls Val and tells Val that. I uh... think it's Val. I think so. She calls Val and tells her that things are going to start moving. That's why Val says things are about to get crazy.
2: And I think that's Val alluding to her either starting the Dark Avengers or starting the Thunderbolts. You know, Mm -hmm. because she mentions the raft, you know, and obviously she has to go to the raft, raft, you know, because she talks about Zemo just pulled it off. And she's talking about the butler, did it all along. Yeah, the butler. Yeah, that's Osnick right. I, 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 totally. F- up the other powers, uh, super I totally forgot
0: that that the butler was even in this. When when he blew up that truck, I was like, "Who the fuck is that? Whose butler is that?" <laughs> and then I was like, "And then you guys told me it was him." I was like, "Oh, right. <laughs> he was in for about five minutes in one of the episodes." Okay, I, I remember now. Um. Pretty low scene
1: time for racking up four bodies. Five? Six? The driver's two? (laughs) He's pretty good. Had
2: to give him the whereabouts. Had to get him the munitions to pull it off. He was not working. There's no way that old man was working alone.
1: That guy might not be a butler. That might be Heinrich Zemo. Like we... Like his dad? That yeah, might be a little like bit of never, a stretch. I mean, I, it could be a stretch. It's, I mean, it's it is a stretch. A stretch. It's, it's a convenient. stretch. They didn't really hint that, but I mean, like, you know, that's the right age.
2: I believe
1: he would have the same like vendetta against soups because his grandchildren got killed by him.
2: He might be uh, someone that worked for his father maybe he was a part of his brigade back in the day it's like
0: it's like his possibly. jarvis possibly zemo's yeah. jarvis so
2: but at the same time i think i think val was working with osnick to get rid of the other super soldiers so mm. that john walker was more valuable mm. you know put more okay. value on him to the government so the government wouldn't be so readily you know oh no we aren't going to use him we got four others on the raft
0: do you think do you think she's working for the government though
2: i think val is she's
0: probably working for everyone because she's double crossing everyone she
2: probably is i mm-hmm. you know and my guess you know partially was that maybe she was the power broker but we know oh, who, who, is the, who it was the power be.
0: broker, Roy? Who who was the power broker?
2: Uh by default, we're going with Sharon Carter. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Just making sure. The evidence That's is it. there, but it's not concrete, and I'm not sold beyond a doubt. It's fine. But I will I will concede it for right okay. now. Um
0: I I mean, I always think the craziest things, but I I think it'd be cool if Sharon Carter was calling like and I just want Dr. Doom to be in it. So like her calling him or someone along those lines, I was watching some video earlier and this was, this made me laugh, but they were like, yeah, she's calling Mephisto, Mm. (laughs) but no, I, I do think she's going to be one of the main villains coming up. She's going to be like the Loki to the next Avengers esque movie. Um, But we're going to know more, a lot more about her in uh, Black Widow. Because I think she's supposed to be in Black Widow. I think she's going
1: to end up murdering Sam Wilson on the steps of the Capitol building.
0: You just, okay. Yeah. (laughs) You you really think so?
1: Yeah. That's how she kills Steve Rogers in the comics. So I feel like they'll do that with Sam. Yeah, but this time they don't have to have her under mind control.
2: Oh, so you're saying that the Power Broker might have her under mind control and she kills. Oh, no, that's what you're to, saying. I, I'm no, literally saying well, she doesn't have
1: to be under mind control this time because she's the Power
2: Broker. No, I think she, I think you're right. The Power Broker has her under control and she's just assuming the Power Broker role so that the Power Broker isn't found out. I think you saying something ridiculous before
1: <laughs> or after saying you're right doesn't mean that I'm saying what you're saying I'm saying. You're
0: right. (laughs) (laughs) We good? We good over here?
2: No, I'm kidding. Aliens. Did I? It's a life
1: model decoy, so technically it's not
0: actually Sharon. I I did. uh, Telling it's Owen Wilson.
2: (laughs) I did like how their leave off with Val was kind of super ambiguous. Because it was literally her walking back towards John Walker's wife, saying, "You know, I guess Zemo had the last laugh." And she goes, "Couldn't, couldn't have worked it better if I'd planned it myself." Oh well, mm. maybe I did. I'm- or did, or I? did I? I didn't. I didn't. I
1: didn't. Or did no, I-, I didn't. I did. Who the hell knows?
0: Yeah, she's crazy. I like her though, and I'm excited to see more of Val for sure. Don't ever call yeah. me that.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Contessa. Contessa, Countess. What is it? Countess Valentina? Yep. De Allegra
2: Fontaine.
0: What was the other scene that we missed?
2: It was those two. It was the John Walker. Those two, okay. uh, Okay. And
0: then the walking out, that's right.
2: Yep. And uh, something I wanted to point out is it's kind of um, because of the equality speech earlier, I thought it was very fitting that uh sam was dressed in mostly white with the star spangled and he was now the face of captain america and then you had john walker as u.s agent dressed completely in black like at this point the black man is now up front and a representation of what this country should be and the white man is you know taking a seat in the shadows and Mm. i feel like that was a good representation of what isaiah bradley was saying is is, would never happen
0: yeah um and again it was i see that that. and they did yeah they did a great job with all of that stuff and i think Mm. they they killed it as far as um touching on really hard topics you know like there was they did a good job with a little bit of education a good job with a little bit of you know people asking questions and making people feel uncomfortable um i thought it was yeah i I thought it was a good wrap up for all of that too um let's get on to uh let's get on to ratings we're gonna rate this episode Episode 6, One World. We'll rate it out of sh- 10 shields. So, let's start with Chip. What are you going to rate this episode?
1: I give it 10. It was the best episode that we've gotten so far. Like, it was really good. I didn't I didn't have too many nitpicks. And what I did have nitpicks about was, like, didn't detract from the overall, like, awesomeness of the episode itself, so... I'm gonna give it a
0: ten. Yeah, Roy, what about you?
2: I'm gonna give it a six point five. <laughs> um, I'm giving it that extra point five because of the speech Sam gave in the middle of the episode. That entire speech and the scene with Isaiah Bradley saved this episode for me. Like I said, the episode was entirely too rushed for me. The they did all this character build up just to flop it out on a action-packed ending that had little to no actual character content. For me, okay.
0: at least. Okay. Yeah, uh I was going to give it a 10, so you ruined our only perfect 10 of this season.
2: Okay. And oh, one more scene. Last episode, you know, I gave it a 10, so...
0: I, I originally was going to give it a 9.5, but the extra 0. 0.5 for me was just how satisfied I am.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, real quick. We also missed, uh, Bucky telling, yeah. Nak- uh, Nakajima that he had killed his son. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Oh one God. more scene. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, they, they left that ambiguous though. I feel yeah. like, uh, I they
0: feel like he away. didn't
1: forgive him, but, uh, I don't know they left it ambiguous because you know they just show him tell yeah. him and then they show him walking out and the dude shutting the door behind him so they leave it well, ambiguous I feel like- as to whether or not he forgave him i'm kind of inclined to think he didn't it was just the impression i got when he like walked out and he quickly shut the door behind him like he didn't yeah. stop and watch him leave at all he just shut the door so i'm inclined to think he, he didn't forget time him. to probably process that's I'm what sure I was I... thinking,
0: too, is, is that he's pro- he was probably just so, like, distraught hearing that news that this friend of his mm-hmm. could possibly be the person that murdered his son that he just found out was murdered. Like, right. I could see him just having an issue processing it. And then, you know, Bucky's I, I, I kind of feel like Bucky was walking by in the hopes that, you know, maybe one day he'll he'll turn around and wave at him or something. You know, mm. um, the, the waitress did kind of give him a nice little nod. Um, I, I feel like she did at least. Maybe I, maybe I read that wrong. But yeah, I feel like she looked at him and to me. she looked at him and she was like, he's much happier now or something like that. You know, just to me, it seemed like she was uh, helping uh, the old man as well and seemed like she knew that he was happy with at least having a resolution.
1: Do we think either of them are going to show up in Shang-Chi? No. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, I don't No, either. I don't.
1: <laughs> I thought Roy might have a theory about that. No, no. Thunderbolt um, Ross wants to recruit him. <laughs>
2: I do have a theory on um, the notebook Bucky left behind to his psychiatrist.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: Um, because every time you saw them before it was literally Bucky sitting in front of that woods on a couch and it was Bucky sitting there. But when she gets that notebook and all the names have been crossed off, there's no couch in front of those woods. And it just pans out from there after showing her. And it's just like, Bucky, you're out of the woods Mm
0: -hmm. for me. Like Mm -hmm.
2: he, Mm -hmm. I thought it was a really good metaphor for that. So,
1: yeah good cinematography right
2: there
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> why was that funny say- i wasn't even
2: making a joke jesus
1: <laughs>
0: just because of the, the cinematography discussions earlier
2: <laughs> oh i i that's my favorite part about marvel is they do a fantastic job with their cinematography and making you it's tr- aware of your surroundings
0: that's true it's very true um well i think i think with that we could probably pull this show to a close. Um, I I do want to do one quick series rating. I know we rated WandaVision the same way Chip and I did. Um, I think you were there too, Roy, for that last one. Yep. But let's rate the series in a whole. All six episodes, the whole story, like everything. What would you rate Captain America and the Winter Soldier out of 10 shields? Let's start with Roy this time.
2: I will go with a 9.5. As a whole... I would have given it a 10 if it wasn't for this last episode. <laughs> I'm, Chip, I'm what taking, say I'm you? I'm taking the 0.5. I give it a.
1: I give it a 9. Yeah, I give it a 9 overall. Episode 5 uh, just really detracted it for me, dude. Like. <laughs> When that like ugh, like I will never get over that shit. Like when they're just casually <laughs> playing catch with the shield and then like Sam, like I had the same thought when they were showing John Walker throw the shield earlier. Like when Sam's throwing the shield around, I'm just like Okay, so what's the point of Steve Rogers even having super strength? Like that Like got I, I don't know. You're not gonna get the same momentum, you're not gonna get the same ricochet, like that. Oh, that shield annoyed me in episode five so much so that I removed it from my rating. So a nine.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would also give it a nine, but not because of any particular episode, but just kind of because I wanted more. I feel like there could have been one other, one other episode, maybe two episodes, um, kind of the they same could've... length as Wandavision.
1: They could have used Batrock better. Like that was a big
0: yeah down. Again, yeah. I don't
2: I don't think like again.
0: Hmm? I don't think he's dead either.
2: I don't think Badrock's dead.
0: That guy never dies.
2: I don't I don't think if if Sharon's working with Val and they are doing the whole Thunderbolts thing, I think she would want to keep him alive because he'd make a valuable member. Yeah.
0: Later Crash, thanks for joining us. Um (sighs) all right, so that's that's a pretty good rating though. For for the entire series, that's a pretty good rating. I don't remember what we did for Wandavision. Was it a full ten? I, I can't remember that. what we it did. It might have
1: been like Wandavision. I th- I was think... fantastic. I, don't... I think
0: we were close. I Roy probably would... ruined it with a six point five somewhere, but
1: nah, he was only there <laughs> for
0: the one episode.
2: <laughs> okay, I did more than that. I think I did two episodes of Wandavision. I thought you joined yeah, yeah, the finale. The last, finale. Th- or the or last no, two I was on the finale. You are right.
0: Oh, yeah. okay, okay. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys would like to say about this last episode at all?
1: I'm excited for Armor Wars. I feel like they definitely are going to set it up. Uh, Sharon Carter is going to give some armors out to some unscrupulous people. And uh,
2: Iron Patriot, maybe?
1: Like, potentially. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, Well, I mean, we had
1: the Iron Patriot. Um, Rhodey Rode around yeah. in the Iron Patriot and Norman uh, Osborn uh, Iron Man Two Patriot though. Yeah, that would be sick. That would be that's so. Yeah, that'd be dark. that'd be a twist.
0: That'd be that the,
1: the Thunderbolts that I
2: want, yo. Like, <laughs> with that being said, there was one thing that kind of struck up struck my mind weird in this episode, is that everything that Sharon was using had grew like a neon green tint to it, mm. much like of. All of Oscorp's uh, military functioning weapons had like neon green lights in them in the comics. So
0: So you're thinking she's talking to Norman Osborn?
2: Yes. Well, we Mm. know we're getting more Spider-Man stuff in the MCU. Sony has signed an agreement that they're going to do more stuff on Disney Plus, I believe.
0: So that right that, that, that agreement i think right now is just to allow disney to play spider-man on their, their things
2: but if if they actually bring the spider universe in like they have wanted to and we get oscorp that would be a good lead into to the oscorp military tech that she would have mm. so and like i said it just looked like it the gas was green the lights were green It just looked like Oscorp uh, tech to me.
0: Well, man, we're going to find out about that stuff really soon. And I, you know how Marvel is and they do this kind of shit. And now I think they're going to be doing this little Easter egg stuff more than ever because Mm -hmm. they know the formula that their fans love. They've perfected it over the last, what, 15 years now. Um, And they, they know like, and you're that little thing that you're catching on right there is something that they probably did on purpose. Yep. You know, and to reference that later on, to be like, oh my God, she's been working with Norman the whole time. Like, you know, this. Yeah. I know that these first two, three series of Disney Plus shows are setting up everything for phase four. I think these first three shows, WandaVision, Captain America, and Loki, are going to be the absolute groundwork for everything that's coming out in the MCU in the next five years
1: um loki is gonna be a mind blower i feel
0: like yes, i feel like we're gonna give yes. loki
1: episodes like twos and threes because we're gonna be pissed off at the end of each episode but then at the <laughs> end of the series we're gonna be like this is a 10 for me like <laughs> like, like overall it'll i be mean a 10. each episode is a fucking two i'm so <laughs> i didn't get it
2: it was too convoluted <laughs> it was a little convoluted <laughs>
0: Oh man, but I cannot wait for Loki to come out and I cannot wait to start doing that show for tonight. We are going to wrap this up. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to thank everyone that's been in the live chat with us Jesse um, and Crash. And who else was in there? We had a couple other people Web. in there too. Web. My yes, buddy Web. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for being in, hanging out with us. Um, and thanks all the new listeners and watchers for hanging out with us as well. Um, we do go live. Uh, every other Monday now when we do have a series we go live every Monday but mm-hmm. when there's not a series like this Lowell right now we're gonna go every other Monday so we won't be live next Monday but we'll be live the Monday after that um to talk about Marvel stuff we'll have things that we've been reading and some news and all sorts of other things there's um, already
1: some news so it'll be a good episode
0: yep yep it's it's it'll be fun but we definitely could all use a, a week to recharge a little bit. Um, after 6 straight weeks of of furious podcasting so um, it'll it'll be nice um, but in the meantime listen to all of our other episodes we got a back catalog you can visit twistmyarmpodcast.com for all of the other shows we got sudden But inevitable best flicks quest me starting back up and then you got interviews on the twist my arm podcast um, we just had an interview with uh, it's a Aaron from it's a fandom thing pod um, that episode is coming out this week I think either Tuesday or Thursday of this week Um, but we also just had an interview with the band Lost Relics they're a local Denver uh dirt rock is what they called themselves and that was a really fun interview so go go check those out Uh, give us a like and a subscribe and as always you can find the Marvel Canon Madness podcast on Twitter at MCM underscore pod on Instagram at Marvel Canon Madness and now on Facebook at Marvel Canon Madness um, again, thank you guys for watching the Marble Can of Madness podcast. My name is Josh.
2: I'm Roy.
0: We're going to talk to you real soon.